Good evening. This is the Weekly Wrap for Friday, June 23rd. Well, there hasn't been much in the way of change in the macro variables that we're tracking. The Federal Reserve paused last week on rate hikes, but they continued to parade a handful of Fed governors in front of the media, thumping their chest and, and reiterating their desire to kill inflation, uh, try to get it back down to 2%, which is most likely never going to happen. But the reality is the data continues to roll in uh, in their favor. Uh, unemployment claims climbed just a little bit this week. Un uh, inflation numbers continue to roll over a little bit more this week. So all is going according to plan for the Red Federal Reserve. They're doing their best to try to remain unpredictable, uh, but the market is all over that. And so ultimately here, I think the market's going to price in a, a very low probability of a rate hike in July, even though that's what they claim they're going to do. China continues to stimulate their economy. They've lowered uh, lending reserve rates. They've uh, provided some quantitative easing in the market. Uh, not happy with the GDP growth, even though the numbers are improving pretty dramatically. China wants more. Uh, the Ukraine-Russian war continues to fester on with China thumping their chest. Uh, more and more likely that the, the grain corridor will be shut down in July. And of course, if that were to happen, that would be you know very uh, catastrophic toward global grain supplies coming out of Ukraine July forward. So we're going to have to keep an eye on that development. Where the market is more singularly focused is on U.S. weather. We are experiencing a, a record drought in Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio. These are numbers we have not seen since 2012, 1988, some of the worst drought years ever recorded. We are far in far worse condition in those years. But what keeps the market uh, hopeful is the idea that the weather pattern could change and improve crop sizes uh, that were still early in the process. The problem is that window is closing every day, every week. So every day we miss rain in those key states is a day that we're losing yield. So I think the consensus is moving away from the idea that we can still make a 175, 176 corn crop and is accepting the fate that the national corn yield is now will be fortunate to make 170. What is more scary going forward is what happens if the yields continue to fall. The bears will argue that there's been severe demand destruction. Don't disagree with that. On the export front for corn, Brazil has cheaper corn, plenty of it. But, you know, that has gone from being a drag on the balance sheet to now a must-have. What do I mean by that? If we end up taking 12 bushels off the national corn yield, that would be a billion bushels off the U.S. balance sheet. We don't have the corn to export. And so that is now the low-hanging fruit on demand destruction. Where the challenge comes in going forward is what happens if the corn yield is 160. Uh, then we have to dig and bite deeper into U.S. domestic demand. So think about it this way: if the corn crop's 170, uh, we're going to have you know be a lot you know focus uh, the price action closer to six-dollar corn, where we ha where we are right now. But if for some reason the market has to accept a 160 corn yield, you're going to end up moving the price a lot closer to seven dollars a bushel. That's on December. And then, of course, on, you know, it gets worse if you end up having uh, a drought that digs deeper into not only corn pollination uh, into middle of July, but then going deeper into grain fill. And you end up with catastrophic losses on corn. 
uh, and you end up with a 150 national yield, corn prices will ultimately have to go spike to $8 to get to the, the demand destruction phase where we lose ethanol demand, we lose feed demand. And so it gets price action gets far more severe, far more volatile. Of course, nobody knows what's going to happen. We don't know the weather. But I can absolutely correlate directly for you the yield and the price action. 170 corn equals $6 corn. Uh, 160 yield equals $7 corn. And a 150 national corn yield equals $8 corn. It's that simple. For soybeans, we're not quite as far along in the process of crop losses. It's far more difficult to ascertain what those will be. If we lose two bushels and end up having to take 170 million bushels, 180 million bushels off the balance sheet, we're going to end up a lot closer to $14, $15 soybeans. If the losses dig deeper, like a four or five bushel yield loss, uh, and we end up having to take the carryout negative, you're talking about $16 or $17 new crop beans. And of course, this is all 100% correlated to weather and, and what that happens in July and August. For the wheat market, we are seeing the market bottom. Uh, technically, we've bottomed, and so managed money doesn't want to be short wheat anymore. Uh, we have moved from 120,000 contracts short in wheat to now something closer to 90,000. They bought 30,000 contracts this week, uh, and so if they get blown out and end up having to cover that, you're talking about getting new crop or you know old crop wheat prices a whole lot closer to the targets we're looking for which is uh, closer to $9 Chicago wheat and $10 Kansas City wheat. Um, for the cotton market, we did see the managed money come in, build out a little bit bigger short position. They're not short, five to 10,000 contracts of cotton. Uh, we're just not seeing the enthusiasm you know, by the managed money in cotton that we are seeing in the grains. Export demand came in relatively tepid on new sales, but shipments were strong. So we're going to end up this year with a 3 million bale carryout. We do have uh, what I consider extreme volatility in weather in West Texas that continues to affect acres, uh, acre losses, production. And now with this extreme heat hitting the Lubbock area, we've got fresh cotton trying to emerge in 100, 105, 110 degree heat, and it's curling up and dying. So the abandonment number still could be the big surprise going forward, ultimately taking this crop size down. But it, it's such a, a difficult task trying to ascertain acres and yield and abandonment that it's just going to take several months before the market gets to the bottom of this. So ultimately, I have no change in any of my targets. Still looking for 14, 20, 14, 30 new crop beans. Still looking for that 6.30 December corn, even though we got there this week. 6.29 was our target, um, giving us an opportunity to get close to that 30% sold where the weather models continue to show uh, the same pattern where we get rain in the Dakotas, we get rain in Nebraska and western Iowa, but no rain in eastern Iowa, Illinois, Indiana. That pattern remains locked in. And if it does for the next 10 days to two weeks, you're talking about the market having to accept the reality that we're headed toward 160 on the corn yield uh, and, and you know with it, a whole lot of volatility. So no changes in any of my pricing targets. The weekly corn uh, market, you know, we've had a lot of volatility. We got up to that 672 area, pulled back to the 650, uh, and then now ultimately 630 on the close. Uh, weekly beans got, you know, we've got a lot of resistance around that 1473, 1472, got through that. 
closed at the 1494. So, so big, big volatility in the grain complex for old crop here. Uh, and, and I think if we end up uh, coming in on Sunday night with uh, the same models, the weather models, you know, confirming, you're going to see, you know, expanded limits of trade, something we've experienced over the last week where corn trading in the 5 to 10 cent range is now in the 20 to 30 to 40 cent range. Same thing on soybeans, uh, you know, 10 to 20 cent range in trade is now in the 40 to 50 to 60 cent range. And that we're going to experience severe volatility for the rest of the summer. So if you have pricing targets, please pre-place those targets get those orders working with your elevator so you don't have to sweat every move uh, during the day or the middle of the night but ultimately you know we get the corn <clears throat> to that 630 area we want to be 30 percent priced we get beans to that 1420 1425 area we want to be 30 percent priced uh, i am seeing some weather models coming in for uh, some rain over the next week or two but then flipping back drier in july drier in august that would, uh, you know, ultimately force us just to consider the idea that you know, we might be talking about a 160, 150 corn yield. We might be talking about a 48 bushel bean yield, in which case, you know, that volatility will play out in July and August, giving us an opportunity to market uh, at much higher levels. But it's a day-by-day -day thing. <clears throat> so again, get your orders working, get them placed uh, so you don't have to babysit them. Uh, but no changes in my view. I'm, I'm going to force the market to show me the rain show me that it hits and until then uh, volatility and price action continues to work in my favor managed money has flipped they're now long they've flipped uh, from being short corn to now long 58,000 contracts they've easily got a couple hundred thousand more contracts they could buy if the weather confirms soybeans they flipped from being even to now long 76,000 contracts. They've got 100, 150,000 contracts they could buy in soybeans. And if you're if they're buying those in the middle of a drought, you're talking about a very thin market and, and a lot of volatility that will give us the opportunity to continue to price uh, our, our new crop into. So be patient and don't be alarmed by necessarily one day's price action. Technically, nothing uh, bothers me about what I saw today or the last day or two. Uh, we did get exuberant early, late last week, early this week. These are normal, healthy corrections. But ultimately, you know, like I say, be ready uh, for volatility that we want to price ourselves into uh, over the next uh, three, you know, 30 to 60 days. All right, that's the update. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. These are my opinions and not those of ADM or ADMIS. Take care.